You are listening to John Diard's Life Spa, your premier source for health news in Ayurveda, where modern science meets ancient wisdom. In this episode, Dr. John talks bone and joint health. Hi, my name is Dr. John Diard, and I want to talk to you today about vitamin D. You know, about 10 to 15 years ago, researchers went to the equator and they measured folks' vitamin D, and they found that their levels were significantly higher than folks up here in the north. On average, here in the north, folks have about 10 to 20 to 30 nanograms per milliliter of vitamin D in their blood. At the equator, there are 60, 70, and 80 nanograms per milliliter in the blood. And the normal range is about 10 or 20 to 30, all the way up to 100 nanograms per milliliter. Anywhere in there is considered normal. So what they found is that people at the equator, not only did they have higher levels of vitamin D, but they had significantly less chronic issues. Uh, blood sugars were more stable, heart health was better, immunity was better. So they started investigating what the vitamin D did in their blood that was different to the vitamin D up here. And when they first discovered the vitamin D in the 20s, they, it looked very much like a hormone, but it acted very much like a vitamin. So they actually called it a vitamin and it protected the body against rickets and did vitamin, vitamin kinds of things. When that level of vitamin D in the blood reaches 45 or 50 or above, it seems to take on a different role. It begins to function more as a hormone, which it actually is, a secosteroid hormone, a very powerful steroid hormone. And in that regard, it's involved in many different factors, such as supporting immunity, supporting blood sugar, supporting skin health, heart health. Uh, it targets over 2,000 different genes. I mean, the research on what vitamin D at optimal levels is phenomenal. And optimal levels are considered now to be about 50 to 80 nanograms per milliliter. You want to be in that target zone. And that's why it's a great idea to have your vitamin D levels measured. Always ask your doctor when you get a physical, please take my vitamin D levels. And it's great to take it at the end of the summer and also at the end of the winter. At the end of the winter, it's a long drought. You see, vitamin D, only we get it from the sun only when the sun is perpendicular to the earth. So if you're at the equator, you're in luck. But here in the north, anything over north of Atlanta in the winter, the sun is too low in the sky. And the UVB rays actually get broken down in the atmosphere. Even in the summertime, morning rays, the sun is too low. Evening rays, the sun is too low. It has to be perpendicular rays. So not a lot of us spend time in the middle of the day in the summer because that's when the sun is actually too hot and we protect ourselves, not to mention cars and houses and offices. We really don't get the sun that we were genetically designed to have. And, and, and when you really think about you know, vitamin D, if vitamin D is the only vitamin we get from the sun, and it is, that we know of, then to think that its only benefit for us is to protect us from rickets, it's a little bit naive to think that, that that's all we get. And now we know that when vitamin D is optimized, the levels are a little bit higher, that you have all these incredible benefits from vitamin D. So it's very important to optimize your levels. And I suggest making sure you get tested. We have a home test kit if that's difficult for you to go to the doctor and it's about half the price of a blood test. But just to know that it's very important not to be overshoot the runway and have too much vitamin D, it's definitely you know, not good to have too little. So you want to be right in that zone. During the summer months, you're not going to need, obviously, as much vitamin D as you would need in the winter. So please, take a look at the article associated with this video. Learn more about the benefits of vitamin D, how to make sure you maximize your levels and optimize 
your vitamin D, particularly in the winter, but you don't want to not have enough vitamin D in the summer as well because folks, you know, most of us don't get out in the summer. We put sunscreens on, we block the sun. We've been told for a long time that the sun is bad for us. And, and of course, in excess, too much sun is definitely bad for us, but the right amount is essential. We thrive. Every living creature thrives on sunlight, and so do we. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. John Duyard. Hi, my name is Dr. John Duyard, and I'd like to talk to you today about the lymphatic system as I continue my series on understanding the miracle of the lymph. Your lymphatic system is the largest circulatory system in your body, twice as big as your arterial blood supply system. It is like the drains in your house, and the blood is like the faucets. And oftentimes, in, in my house, the drains, when they get clogged, we have to take care of them. I rarely fix my faucets. The drains are commonly getting clogged. In our body, the drains are commonly getting clogged. Yet, we in the West are infatuated with measuring the blood. You go to the doctor and the doctor says, Mrs. Jones, we found high cholesterol in your blood. We're going to lower that with giving you a statin drug that will reduce your cardiovascular risk. And that's a great thing. However, we don't ask the question, why and how did the cholesterol get there? And oftentimes in Ayurvedic medicine, the very first system that we treat is your lymphatic system. The lymphatic system is the drains. If the drains are clogged, the blood will back up, become more viscous and more toxic, and we can make huge changes in the quality of the blood by destagnating your lymphatic system and measuring the, the efficiency of how well your body moves waste out. And that is the magic and the miracle of the lymphatic system. When we're under stress, the stress produces a significant amount of stress-fighting hormones. We know that stress is the cause of 80% of disease, and stress is extremely acidic. The chemistry of stress is very acidic. Cortisol, the stress-fighting hormones, are all very acidic, and the lymph system doesn't drain well in an acidic environment. It drains well in an alkaline environment. So, for example, in the wintertime, squirrels eat nuts. Nuts are a very acidic food and that helps store proteins and fats and minerals and vitamins so the squirrel doesn't freeze to death. Come spring, the harvest changes dramatically to become more alkaline. And the alkaline diet flushes the body and detoxifies the body. It's a lymph-moving time of the year. So as we go into the springtime, we want to be thinking of detoxification programs. When you do a detox, you want to make sure your detox has some type of lymphatic destagnating, lymphatic detoxification component to it. Otherwise, we're going to miss a very big portion of the detox puzzle. It's critically important that we detoxify the body well. Now, there are many ways to detoxify the lymph. Uh, one is to help your body cope with stress. I have talked about that in almost all of my books, The Three Season Diet, Body, Mind, and Sport. I've talked about how to live your life in harmony with the natural cycles, eating three meals a day, not six meals a day, uh, getting to bed with the sun, waking up with the sun, beginning to live your life going downstream so you don't feel like life is such a big major struggle. It takes a huge amount of stress off the nervous system. Eating with the seasons, getting the acid foods in the winter and the alkaline foods in the spring to detoxify when the body seasonally is gearing up to detoxify itself is really, really important. 
when we're stressed or when the lymphatic system becomes congested, we begin to see things like holding on to more water, gaining more weight, rings getting tight in your fingers, ankles beginning to swell, rashes on your legs or your hands or your feet, joint pain, particularly in the hands and the feet. Any issues in the hands and the feet are usually circulatory issues of compromise or congestion where the toxins can't move out of the hands or the feet back to the heart and that's usually a lymphatic indicator. Itchiness on your skin, sore throats, headaches, breast swelling or becoming tender around menstruation, swelling around your belly, cellulite, lethargy, tiredness, fatigue, uh, uterine fibroids, fibrocystic breasts, ovarian cysts, these are all toxic, fibromyalgia, all toxic related lymphatic congested problems. So if you have any of those concerns, please read the article about the lymphatic system. And let me give you a couple of tips of how to start to detoxify your lymphatic system. One, green food, You're eating more green vegetables, sprouts, uh, leafy greens, uh, any type of green vegetable, alkalize your diet. And go on my website and you can download a list of foods that are alkaline, a list of foods that are acid, and come spring try to eat 70% alkaline versus 30% acid foods as a major lymphatic destagnating program. You can also download a, a grocery list of all the foods harvested in the springtime that are naturally occurring lymphatic moving foods from my three season diet book and that's free on my website at lifespa.com. There are herbs, one of my favorite herbs is called mangista which means the red root and it's an Ayurvedic herb that destagnates the lymphatic system. Please go online, read about this herb called mangista. It's a phenomenal, my absolute favorite herb for destagnating and detoxifying the lymphatic system. In the wintertime, beets, the red root of the beet is a lymphatic moving agent. So eat more beets, they also thin your bile. Great food to prepare yourself for detox in the springtime, in, uh, in, the, in, in the wintertime. In the spring, berries and cherries, all the red paranthocytins, the blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, the cherries, all of these red uh, antioxidants are extremely valuable for moving your lymphatic system. So again, in the winter, more beets in the spring, more berries and cherries. And then, of course, hydration, probably one of the most important tips or tools for rehydration, for, for destagnating your lymphatic system is to hydrate yourself. And my favorite technique is to drink about half your body weight in ounces of water per day while you're sipping hot water every 10 to 15 minutes throughout the day for two weeks. This is a, a, a rehydration technique. When you sip the hot water, it hydrates, it dilates, it detoxifies, it cleanses you. If you did it religiously for just one day, after the one day, if you are dehydrated, you'll be thirsting, craving, looking to drink more hot water because your body is now opening the cells and getting ready to really rehydrate itself. So please, if try that sipping of hot water uh, every 10 to 15 minutes for just one day, at the end of that day, if you're hungry and thirsting for that hot water, then do it for two weeks as a, as a lymphatic moving technique. My book, Body, Mind, and Sport is a book about nasal breathing exercise to get the rib cage to move fully. The rib cage is one of the major lymphatic pumps in your body, critically important for pulling toxic waste 
off your intestinal tract, out of your lower extremities. And if we don't breathe correctly, and, and I talk about how to breathe through your nose during exercise, this is a critically important component to uh, lymphatic uh, moving techniques. And I wrote about that in a previous newsletter. Please read about that. I talk about the benefits of exercise with nasal breathing accord and how it affects the lymphatic system, all of which are very, very valuable. So please read the article associated with this video. Uh, please employ these techniques of alkaline foods, living life in harmony with the natural cycles, using beets in the winter, berries in the spring, leafy greens and green vegetables in the spring as well. Detox that lymphatic system in the spring. Please make sure you tune into our Colorado Cleanse, which is a guided detox uh, program that we take you through. It's a two-week cleanse in the spring and the fall. Please look for that or just simply follow the Short Home Cleanse, which is a free online detox. It's a 10-page booklet you can download about how to detox yourself every spring, every fall, or really any time of the year this cleanse can be done. Please uh, read the article associated with this video. I am Dr. John Duyard. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name is Dr. John Duyard. And I'd like to talk to you today about an amazing herb called amalaki. Amalaki is a vitamin C rich fruit that comes from India. It's an Ayurvedic herb that is second to none. It's one of the most powerful sources of vitamin C on this planet. What's unique about it though, when you take lots and lots of regular vitamin C, you may find that the side effect is you get maybe some loose bowel movements. What's interesting about amalaki is high doses of amalaki will actually cure loose bowel movements. And that's because amalaki is the full spectrum of vitamin C. Not just a couple of the factors of vitamin C that you get in most over-the-counter vitamin C products, but a full spectrum source of vitamin C. This herb, amalaki, is one of the most potent sources of vitamin C, and as a result of that, it'll heal and repair, most importantly, the, the epithelium, the skin on your body. Not only the outside of the skin, but your body is wrapped in skin on the inside and on the outside. And the, probably the most important skin in your body is your intestinal tract. And I think amalaki is the most amazing herb, miraculous really, for healing the intestinal mucosa. It's a phenomenal herb and I use it clinically very effectively for mucus in the stools, irritated bowel problems, any type of inflammatory bowel conditions. Amalaki is an amazing herb. Now there are a lot of products out there that mix amalaki with other berries like pomegranate and blueberry and these. Those are fine. Fantastic products for uh, for detoxifying the lymphatic system and helping the body cleanse as, as an antioxidant drink. But those are not pure amalaki. Pure amalaki is a special, special herb all by itself. And I encourage you to, to look into that. If you have any intestinal dysfunctional concerns, uh, you know, bowel, bowel conditions, irritable bowel syndromes, or Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. These are conditions that have, have the need to have the bowel repaired. And amalaki is a very safe and very easy herb on the intestinal system. Also, by, by, by having a better and a more fu functional intestinal system, the amalaki has amazing you know, cardiovascular results as well. It's been shown to actually increase your good cholesterol, your HDLs, by a staggering 18%.
It's been shown to lower your LDAs by 17%. It also reduces your triglycerides and your overall cholesterol levels by significant numbers. So it has an amazing effect not only on your on your uh, on the healing of your gut and the healing of your skin, um, but it also helps your cardiovascular system. So please, when you're looking for amalaki, think about the pure form of amalaki, not an extract of amalaki. Just the whole plant, the whole fruit ground up. That's what you want to do. You can read more about this on my website at lifespa.com. I've written an article on my, my, in my newsletters um, that, that are archived on, on, on lifespa.com about cardiovascular, two fruits that actually heal and repair the system and are powerful, potent uh, agents for cardiovascular disease. One of those is called amalaki. Please read more about that. Learn more about that on my website at lifespa.com. I'm Dr. John Duyard. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name is Dr. John Duyard, and I want to talk to you today about the importance of omega-3 fatty acids. Omega-3 fatty acids come in vegetable oils and in fish oils. And the vegetable oils like flaxseed make an omega-3 fatty acid called ALA, alpha-linoleic acid. And that has to be converted into the more potent DHA and EPA fatty acids that you see or find in Arctic fish oils. It's a hard conversion for the body to make, so clearly the studies have shown that the fish oils are the most potent. Studies have shown that when you take fish oils, particularly the EPA, high concentrations of the EPA and DHAs, we actually increase brain size, in particularly and brain volume, particularly in the area of the brain's happiness centers. Outperforms Prozac, outperforms antidepressants. This phenomenal support for the brain function prevents Alzheimer's. Um, it prevents uh, from attention deficit disorders. It increases and stabilizes mood. The, the omega-3 fatty acids make up about 8% of our brain density, our brain size. So they're huge and very, very important for mood stability and brain function. The, the, the interesting thing about these oils is they also support heart health. They protect you from heart disease, lower cholesterol, lower triglycerides, protect us from the inflammatory process. They protect our joints and support good joint health. I mean, the studies are phenomenal, and I cite them in the article associated with this video. But what I think is fascinating is why. Why do we have such a deficiency in these fish oils in our culture today? And I believe that's because we don't metabolize fat well as a culture. We have high cholesterol. We don't metabolize our fat. We have an overweight society, not metabolizing our fat. We need to eat little meals all day long because we don't metabolize fat, which is a stable, long, slow-burning fuel. We're having to eat because we are under so much stress. We have stored the fat, and we crave sugar, which we need to replenish constantly throughout the day. So we have to convince the body that the war is over, convince the body that it's safe to burn the fat. Well, what happens when we're under stress is the stress impacts the gut and it irritates and inflames your intestinal wall. So you can't absorb the fats. You can't detoxify the fat-soluble chemicals as well as we once did. So we get bloated, we gain weight around our belly and our hips and cellulite. All these are because we don't have good digestive function. Well, here is the magic thing. At LifeSpa, we have sourced a naturally uh, a natural enteric coated high concentrated purified fish oil supplement that delivers the high quality EPA and DHA directly 
into the intestinal villi where they can be healed. There are studies that show that these enterocoded products actually heal the intestinal villi. That is so critically important to be able to do that so we can absorb the nutrition that we need to become, so we can get rid of the waste and the toxins that are toxic for our body. That's, that's all based on good quality intestinal villi. Plus, if you can deliver the EPA and DHA directly and bypass the breaking down of the upper digestive system and deliver it to the villi, it can be also delivered into your bloodstream directly as high potent omega-3 fatty acids where it will support heart health, where it will protect you from cholesterol and inflammation and give your brain more blood, more blood volume, increase the size and actually support mood in an incredible way. So these are phenomenal things. Plus, the fish oil taste people get when they take fish oils, that's completely eradicated when you have a naturally enteric coated supplement. And that's hard to find. Most of the enteric coated products either don't work or they're extremely toxic. So this is an extremely rare find. Now, the other piece, of the very important piece of the puzzle with fish oils is the mercury toxicity that we're all very, very, and rightfully so, concerned about. And this is a molecularly distilled purified product, guaranteed purity, guaranteed stability. It's a phenomenally stable product. You don't have to worry about that. These products are tested for mercury and they're free of heavy metals. So that's really important. Other concerns, people think, well, krill oil is supposedly better, supposedly more stable. You know, I've done a lot of research on krill, and I have studies that I cite in the article associated with this video. I have not been convinced that they're actually more stable than a good quality Arctic oil, particularly the one that we carry at Life Spa called the Mega Omega. Please read the article associated with this video. Uh, go to my web website at lifespa.com for more information. And um, please tune into these health reports where I give you, I really consider vital information every couple of weeks about how to take care of your health. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. John Diard. Hi, my name is Dr. John Diard, and today I want to talk to you about calcium. Do we need to supplement with it? Can we get enough from our diet? What does calcium actually do for us? And if we do need to supplement, what's the best kind of supplement to get? Now, it's clear that our ancient ancestors did get a lot of calcium, whether they were chewing on bones or domesticating animals and having a lot of dairy products. There was a lot of calcium in the diet above and beyond the probably already ample amount of calcium in the diet from leafy greens and root vegetables that made up the, the vast majority of our ancient ancestors' diet. Okay, So what does calcium actually do for us? Well, we all know it, it builds bone, which is, of course, very important. It helps to buffer the acid in the stomach, allows the stomach to actually produce an adequate amount of acid to digest the food, and in turn then supports optimal weight loss. It protects against postmenopausal issues. Uh, it actually helps support healthy cell replication. There's a lot of recent research on calcium support for the health of the colon cells, protecting against colon cancers. Um, and in one study, it showed that the calcium actually binds to toxic bile acids and takes that bile with all the toxins in tow to the toilet and helps protect the cells from damage, which is, of course, critically important. Helps for muscular contractions, uh, helps lower blood pressure, helps blood clotting, helps with optimal circulation, helps support uh, certain types of hormones to be produced properly. I mean, calcium is a critical, critical mineral that uh, we really cannot do without. Now, do we need to supplement with it? Well, um, no. 
the RDA, I think, according to lots of research, seems to have gotten this one right, that about 1,000 to 1,200 milligrams of calcium per day is what we need. Now, lots of folks are getting that much in their calcium supplement, plus getting a lot more than they think they're getting in their diet. For example, just to get about 1,000 to 1,200 milligrams of calcium today, all you really need to do is have some yogurt, some salmon, some cheese, beans, a couple of uh, servings of vegetables, and you're in. That's your, your daily requirement. So it doesn't actually take a lot of calcium or a lot of calcium-rich foods in your diet to get to the 1,000 milligrams. And the problems come when folks are taking supplementation plus a lot of calcium in their diet. That's where we end up having too much calcium in diet. So be aware of that. In the article associated with this video, where I have all the research and I have a whole list of all the calcium-rich foods, you can go through and you can look exactly at your diet and see how much calcium you're getting and then determine if you actually need to supplement or not. Chances are, if you've got a good, healthy diet, you don't need to supplement things are you're probably you're probably doing fine and you don't have to worry about it okay so the other thing is is if you do need to supplement with calcium even you, you know you need to build your bone back up then there are certain things that are absolutely required we know that vitamin d which is deficient in some studies up to 87 percent of the american population north of atlanta in the winter right so that's a lot of people that don't have enough vitamin d vitamin d takes the calcium out of your gut and puts it into your bloodstream okay and then good essential fatty acids drive the calcium into the cells. Vitamin K2, which comes from dairy products and cheese, and there's supplements for that as well, that can actually drive the calcium into the bone and activate bone-building processes in the body, which are very, very important. And then there's different types of calcium that you can get. Oyster shell and dolomite calciums generally are very, very difficult to digest. Calcium lactate, calcium citrate seem to be better. Uh, there are some that are better than others. One is called microcrystalline calcium hydroxyapatite, which is actually comes from uh, the bones of cows. And it actually has in it calcium plus trace minerals plus peptides, collagen, amino acids, growth factors. It has this whole cascade of nutrition that delivers into the bone. And, and I think what the body doesn't like is just a big, huge dose of calcium all at once. There is no calcium plant out there that we get this huge dose of calcium. When you eat plants, they have minerals and vitamins and calcium and a whole cascade of nutrition that comes at once so the body can use it sort of in a kind of cascade of all the minerals and all the vitamins, all the nutrients together. So that's why the, uh, this, this, this uh, microcrystalline calci calcium hydroxyapatite seems to be the most uh, user-friendly and better absorbed form of calcium to build bone up along with optimal levels of vitamin D. Make sure you have good calcium, uh, vitamin K2 in your diet. And then of course, you know, the best thing, you can't do all that unless you have a diet that's, that makes sure you're getting your, your optimal needs met from your diet. And please go to that list where you can check your diet. Make sure you're not overshooting the calcium runway and but also make darn sure you're getting enough because it's uh, critically important. Thanks for listening. I'm Dr. John Duyard. Hi, my name is Dr. John Duyard. I want to talk to you today about some exciting research about longevity and aging. You know, we have a diet in America that's very high in omega-6 fatty acids, which is based on a diet of lots of dairy products and lots of meat. And when you eat these high amounts of omega-6 fatty acids, we know that we're not getting enough of the good omega-3 fatty acids, so fish oils became you know, a very popular response to that. 
we, the relationship should be about four times as many omega-3s as there are omega-6s. The average American gets about 25 times more omega-6 than it does omega-3s. That's significant. And as a result of this excess omega-6 fatty acid in our diet, we produce excess amount of an acid called arachidonic acid, which at low levels is actually very important for the body, but at higher levels can be very damaging. At higher levels, arachidonic acid produces an excessive amount of an enzyme called 5-lipooxygenase, or 5-lux, or 5-LOX. They call it the aging enzyme. And this enzyme is at high levels is responsible for most of the chronic health concerns that we see in America. It's really responsible for lots of cellular wear and tear. And if you have lots of omega-6s in your diet, you're going to have a significant amount of arachidonic acid and this 5-LOX enzyme, which can accelerate the aging process. So it's very important to realize, hey, I gotta straighten out my diet and start getting more omega-3s in my diet and less of these bad fats and get some of the good fats. Well, herbs like turmeric and fish oils became famous because they actually inhibited the production of this 5-LOX enzyme, which is very cool. Well, new research shows that there's an enzyme that does it significantly greater than the fish oils or the uh, turmeric, and that's called boswella. This is an Ayurvedic herb used for thousands of years to support joint health, to support uh, intestinal health, and support the health of the tissues. And now they found that this boswellic acid actually inhibits the production of the 5-LOX enzyme. So now we know that this boswella is very important for supporting you know, optimal health from the perspective of our longevity. It supports healthy cholesterol levels, healthy, healthy circulation. It's been shown to support healthy mood. It protects the body from, from toxic cellular damage. Um, and it, of course, blocks this enzyme. So very interesting, you know, that researchers have been looking for how do we stop this enzyme for years, and now they stumble upon an Ayurvedic herb that does it significantly greater than what we know to be pretty effective already, the turmeric and the fish oils. Please read the article about this enzyme. Read the article about how to structure your diet to have less omega-6s and more omega-3s in your diet and how you can bring this arachidonic level back into balance. Thank you for listening. I'm Dr. John Duyard. Hi, my name is Dr. John Duyard. And I'd like to talk to you today about an amazing herb called amalaki. Amalaki is a vitamin C rich fruit that comes from India. It's an Ayurvedic herb that is second to none. It's one of the most powerful sources of vitamin C on this planet. What's unique about it though, when you take lots and lots of regular vitamin C, you may find that the side effect is you get maybe some loose bowel movements. What's interesting about amalaki is high doses of amalaki will actually cure loose bowel movements. And that's because amalaki is the full spectrum of vitamin C. Not just a couple of the factors of vitamin C that you get in most over-the-counter vitamin C products, but a full spectrum source of vitamin C. This herb, amalaki, is one of the most potent sources of vitamin C, and as a result of that, it'll heal and repair, most importantly, this, the, the epithelium, the skin on your body. Not only the outside of the skin, but your body is wrapped in skin on the inside and on the outside. And the, probably the most important skin in your body is your intestinal tract. 
And I think amalaki is the most amazing herb, miraculous really, for healing the intestinal mucosa. It's a phenomenal herb and I use it clinically very effectively for mucus in the stools, irritated bowel problems, any type of inflammatory bowel conditions. Amalaki is an amazing herb. Now there are a lot of products out there that mix amalaki with other berries like pomegranate and blueberry and these. Those are fine. Fantastic products for uh, for detoxifying the lymphatic system and helping the body cleanse as, as an antioxidant drink. But those are not pure amalaki. Pure amalaki is a special, special herb all by itself. And I encourage you to, to look into that. If you have any intestinal dysfunctional concerns, uh, you know, bowel, bowel conditions, irritable bowel syndromes, or Crohn's or ulcerative colitis. These are conditions that have, have the need to have the bowel repaired. And amalaki is a very safe and very easy herb on the intestinal system. Also, by, by, by having a better and a more fu- functional intestinal system, the amalaki has amazing you know, cardiovascular results as well. It's been shown to actually increase your good cholesterol, your HDLs, by a staggering 18%. It's been shown to lower your LDAs by 17%. It also reduces your triglycerides and your overall cholesterol levels by significant numbers. So it has an amazing effect not only on, your, on, your, uh, on the healing of your gut and the healing of your skin, um, but it also helps your cardiovascular system. So please, when you're looking for amalaki, think about the pure form of amalaki, not an extract of amalaki, just the whole plant, the whole fruit ground up. That's what you want to do. You can read more about this on my website at lifespa.com. I've written an article on my, my, in my newsletters um, that, that are archived on, on, on lifespa.com about cardiovascular, two fruits that actually heal and repair the system and are powerful, potent uh, agents for cardiovascular disease. One of those is called amalaki. Please read more about that. Learn more about that on my website at lifespa.com. I'm Dr. John Duyard. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name is Dr. John Duyard, and I want to talk to you about the difference between omega-3 fatty acids or fish oil and krill oil. You know, we've heard for years that omega-3s are benefit, beneficial for your skin, for your heart, and for your brain and nervous system. Those benefits are well-documented. Recently, we've been hearing a ton about krill oil. Krill is the newest, greatest oil. Krill are little tiny shrimp that are abundant in the very, very cold waters in the ocean. They're really the the food of the whales. They are so abundant that when you look from satellite photography, you can see the schools of krill in the oceans. They're very, very cold water little fish or animals and they have shorter chain fatty acids than the regular anchovy sardine fish oil. So they function differently. The omega-3 fatty acids that we all think about when we think of fish oil, they use um, their active ingredients are what we call EPA and DHA. The EPA oils are great for inflammation, the DHA good for the brain, and the benefits are phenomenal. The krill oil, interestingly, doesn't have that much EPA or DHA. It was thought that that's why the krill worked. It was a better source of the EPA and DHA. Well, it's not. It takes about 30 soft gels of the krill 
to get what you need, which is about 2,000 to 2,500 milligrams of the EPA and DHA combined to get the benefits. So you need 30 pills of the krill to get what you would get in a couple of capsules of the fish oil. Really not cost effective to do that. The studies show, though, that the krill has a different target organ. And that seems to be, and I don't think this is the limit of krill, but this seems to be that the, that the krill benefits are joints. It heals and repairs the cartilage of the joints and takes inflammation away from the joints. So krill, not fish, supported the benefit of inflammation around the joints by about 40% in one study and decreased the C-reactive protein, which is an inflammatory marker for joint pain in the joints, by about 50% in another. But the fish and not the krill, actually decrease the inflammatory cytokines which cause heart disease and skin issues and, and uh, inflammation in the rest of the body. So the fish seem to be, the fish oil seems to be specific for the skin and the heart and the brain and the krill very specific for the joints. Now the mechanism for the omega-3 fatty acids is the EPA and DHA, it's well documented. The krill mechanism is at this point unclear, hasn't been discovered. There isn't enough EPA and DHA in the krill to actually deliver the same benefits. So they're just different. So if you have an issue uh, with your joints, then 300 milligrams of krill a day added to your fish oil is a really wise move and would probably deliver great benefits. Um, if you have <clears throat> other concerns, you know, you want cognitive benefits, uh, studies have shown with omega-3s that, that people with depression have significantly less omega-3s in their brain. People who have um, uh, high levels of omega-3 in their blood have a 46% reduction in, in metabolic syndrome risk, which means abdominal obesity, abdominal fat, obesity, uh, lowering high blood pressure, high cholesterol, uh, blood sugar issues. These are risk factors that really affect all of us. And in another study, which is amazing, is that the omega-3 fatty acids, when they're optimized in our bloodstream, actually reduce the overall risk of premature death by any cause by 85%. That's just a huge number. So it is really hard to dispute the benefits of taking our high concentration, molecularly distilled, purified omega-3 uh, DPA and DHA fish oils. Those are, I think, really, it's hard to ignore the research. The krill, on the other hand, seems to have significant benefit for the joints and our joint health. The combination of the two may be what you need or you can pick and choose based on, on your needs. Uh, there is lots of the research and the, and, and, uh, uh, that I document in the article associated with this video, so please take a look at that and thanks for listening. I'm Dr. John Beard. This recording is brought to you by LifeSpa, where ancient Ayurvedic wisdom meets modern science. Get access to free health video newsletters by Dr. John at LifeSpa.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.